ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another terrific episode of The Binge Buster Show. Please welcome your host, Tony Binge. Hello everyone, welcome to The Binge Buster Show, coming to you right here from the Queen City of Charlotte, and it's WrestleMania weekend is upon us. And uh, we're going to be talking all things wrestling. Well, not really. We're going to talk all things terrific, Tony. Um, before we get started tonight, I want to bring on my co-host uh, for this week's show. I am talking about none other than my good friend, Jeff Patton. Jeff, welcome to the show. Great to be back. Man, Jeff, I, I know... Uh, uh, this is like two podcasts that I've did in one week. Uh, we uh, recorded earlier in the week, Chris and I, and now tonight, you and I. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to uh, mine and Chris's show, but we were talking about, uh, you know, um, you know, the the, the 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 big story this week was uh, Will Smith slapping the taste out of uh, Chris Rock's mouth, and Chris and I talked about how, um, you know, th- th- that wasn't the first time something like that's happened in mainstream as Jerry the King Lawler had smacked uh, Andy Kaufman back in uh, back in the early 80s. Um, Jeff, uh, real real quick, we'll, we'll just get in this for just a second because I'm kind of, uh, I know everybody's tired of hearing it. I just want to get your, your opinion. Uh, what What is your thoughts on, on this whole situation? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm kind of, you, you watch it and you think, well, is, was it staged or was it not? I mean, you really can't. You know, you really can't tell, but there's just certain things to me, you know, you don't mess with. And when, you know, you talk about somebody who has a, you know, does she not, she don't have an illness or something and, you know, or, but to me, you, you don't cross that boundary and you talk about slaps to me, the greatest slap I've ever seen is Dr. D David Schultz. Yeah, when the the guy doing the interview tried to tell him that wrestling was fake, and then Doctor D just slapped the taste out of the guy's mouth a couple times, and he looked at him and said, "Was that fake? Was that fake?" <laughs> yeah, well, you know the the uh, thing there was, uh, it, it, like you said, he slapped him, but not only did he slap him once, he slapped him twice. He slapped him right-handed, then again left-handed, <laughs> and and uh, you know, good old John Stossel was uh, uh, put in his place uh, by uh, Doctor D. David Schultz, and uh, that's kind of what happened. Uh, you know, uh, like you said, uh, Chris uh, was trying to be funny, uh, and you know, he kind of crossed the line. But uh, a lot of people were speculating that uh, you know it was set up, or but I really don't think so um, because. The way uh, Will Smith was breaking down uh, when he was doing his acceptance speech, uh, but I also heard or read online uh, uh, this morning that um, the Academy or you know, the Oscars had actually after the after that incident happened, uh, they asked Will Smith to leave and he refused, um, and so now they you know they're in meetings now trying to determine. Uh, what is going to happen at this point as far as, you know, what the uh, uh, circumstances are going to entail. So uh, I'm curious to see if they're going to take away the award, uh, ban him from the uh, Academy, who knows. But uh, I I know this definitely has has put a black eye on uh, Will Smith's career for sure. Yeah, I guess so, man. I guess he thought he was uh, back in Independence Day and Chris Rock, he's so small, I guess he could, you know, mistaken for ET. I don't know, man. <laughs> One of the two, but uh, he definitely, he definitely, uh, it, it was crazy how it happened. Um, but I know a lot of uh, a lot of uh, people in the movie business has uh, spoke out about it, and I know what we talked about earlier. Um, I mentioned Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman, and the uh, actor who portrayed Andy Kaufman, Jim Carrey. Um, he he had some uh, words to say about that. Uh, and they were none too um, too pleasant. So uh, definitely, a lot of people are uh, upset about the whole situation. So um, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with 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 uh, Will Smith's career 
you know, I know um, in the uh, 80s he had a song called Parents Just Don't Understand. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't understand at this point uh, what provoked him. Well, they understand what provoked him, but they don't understand uh, how or why he um, chose to uh, cross that barrier and um, get up and smack a grown man in the face. I know Chris Rock was a better man than me, Chris, because, uh, Jeff, because I can tell you, uh, anybody ever slapped me in the face, I'm not going to sit there and go, wow, wow, I'm going to be throwing some punches for sure. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, speaking of punches, let's get into this week's podcast as we are continuing the early career of yours truly, uh, and this week we're going to be talking the years 97 and 98. Uh, Jeff, get us started. Okay. Well, if we, te- or I did, I don't know, you know, if you were wrestling between them, but I, I took two years off uh, and came back in 1997. And we were Burke County wrestling, but we were going under the uh, United States Wrestling. Uh, association or wrestling council, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, instead of having a world title, we had a U.S. title and U.S. tag team championships. And then later on, we brought in a U.S. TV championship. Um, so our first was a U.S. title tournament held on June 28, 1997 at the Thomasville Armory. In round number one, you defeated Maniac Mark. And then in the semifinal round, you lost to yours truly, Gorgeous Jeff. Yes, I remember that show. Uh, that was like uh, it was a, a a daytime show, or or, or you know, early on, like, because it was in the summer. I remember that uh, building there at the Armory had these great big, huge uh, windows, uh, and I remember distinctively uh, that show. Um, uh, it was. It, it almost seemed like it was a matinee, I, even though it wasn't a matinee show. But it seemed like it was because uh, of the sunshine, you know, coming through the building. Um, but what what a what a great night it was. Um, I, I remember. Uh, matter of fact, I think that's the night that we actually rented um, Mark Hildebrand's ring, which is now uh, ran by our, our good friend Jason uh, Freeman. But uh, we used that ring. Am I am I correct on that? Yes, we are. Yes, you are. I'm sorry. Yes, you are. Um, our next stop, uh, you know, we wrestled quite a bit with, uh, like we did three shows in Mount Airy. Uh, yeah. Then we had the Burke County Fair, and I think that was just one match we had with uh, Mark Henderson, and I let him do the fair that year. Uh, then we go to December the 6th. We're back at the Thomasville Armory. Stardust 97, and we ran a card. Um, we had some of the guys from the Binghams, the guys from Mount Airy, brought their ring down. We rented it this time. Yes. And during Stardust, uh, U.S. Tag Team, first U.S. Tag Team champions were crowned. It was just a, a one match, winner take the belts. It was uh, Terrific Tony and Gorgeous Jeff against Maniac Mark and the Crow, and, of course, we did not win. Yes, I remember this show very well, Jeff. Um, uh, it was it was a great time uh, there at the Army. I know, I know like always, we uh, drew a pretty good crowd there, um, but it was kind of like one of those things where um, the, uh, the uh, ring rental deal, I feel like now looking back, being older, um, probably wasn't the best deal uh to do to do the ring because we um i I think it was a 50 50 split with them and um which is which is whatever uh you know we should have paid a a flat fee for the ring and not you give them half of the door but that was the deal that we made um but but jeff the 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 crazy backstory of this show is um (laughs) is really crazy um at the time i was uh uh Coming off of a well, I wasn't divorced yet, but but I had uh, left my then wife, and uh, um, and she decided to come to the show anyway. She and I had been split up for a few months at this point, um, but now we're running this show in my hometown. Uh, now the time uh, why why at the at that point in my life when we were still quote married, uh, 
she didn't really care to come to any shows. And now that we're separated and I had moved on with my life and found somebody different, um, she decided to come. <laughs> and I remember, uh, you know, she was, she was there with, with one of my cousins and, um, and then of course I brought the, the, the new girl there and, and I brought her through the back door, uh, into the building. And, um, I remember, uh, uh, the uh, the professor and uh, Donnie and a couple other people came up to me and said, uh, "Tony, uh, isn't that your ex wife out there?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they go, "But Tony, isn't that your girlfriend out there too?" I'm like, "Yeah." And they said, "You're the man. <laughs> you got both of them here." And I didn't really feel too much like the man at that point because I I just felt like there was going to be some issues, but there wasn't. Um, but it was, uh, very awkward and very hard for me to concentrate on the match at hand, which Jeff, I apologize to you years later, probably reason why we lost, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, any event, it was just one of those things. And like I said earlier, I said, you know, as we do this podcast, I'll give people some inside scoops that you never would have known. And there, there was one of them right there. Um, but, uh, you know, I was trying to be too much like my idol, Ric Flair, <laughs> Ric Flair, I guess, at that time in my life. But uh, but 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 a great show. Um, and like I said, we we did end up losing the uh, tag titles to uh, Mark and the Crow, which incidentally, Crow, the Crow um, was a high school friend of mine, Kenny Gallimore, who later on become um, I, I know he had several gimmicks, but uh, but mostly Tristan Blade was uh, was his most popular. Uh, and of course, as a year as the months go by, we'll probably touch on that as well. But uh, what what a fun uh, show, Jeff! And um, and uh, what was the main event on that show? Was it was was our tag titles the main event, or was there another match? No, uh, we were in a six man tag. Was the main event? Okay. Uh, the U.S. title match was after us, and then the six man. We had a six man tag. It was um, us and uh, Tenacious Tony against uh, Mark. Uh, Donnie and country boy Leroy Clinton, who recently passed away. Right. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. That 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 was definitely a fun uh, a fun night. Um. And and it's cool doing this podcast, Jeff, because like you're bringing back these memories of shows that I I I, I, I remembered, but I thought they were beforehand or whatever but uh but yeah that was a, that was a good time so so from there that's the end of 90 at that so so is is, is that the last show we did of, of 97 yes and then we go to 1998 where we did a one-year lease on a uh, building in downtown morganton and the first big uh, we had a couple shows before this one i'm just bringing up like your big highlights yes uh, yeah, we started there on January the 10th. That was our first show there. Uh, this one was January 24th, and it was the return match with Mark and the Crow against uh, Gorgeous Jeff and Terrific Tony. This time we won the U.S. Tag Team titles from those two guys. Yeah, and and and, and as, as we go through um, the year 98, uh, I believe that we traded those belts with them on several occasions, and uh, we'll get more into that, but... But I do remember um, this match very good. I remember we we had a pretty decent crowd there too for our grand opening. Uh, and Jeff, I, I love that building. It was uh, it was so cool. You know, we you had your own had your little office there, and then we had uh, space for the ring and the fans and a concession area. Uh, but the coolest thing was we had this huge dressing room, uh, and then we also had an area that we could, uh, a garage, so to speak, that we could pull, pull our cars into. And, and and fans, just so you know, at the time, Jeff and I had this tag team called Simply Perfection, and uh, and it was so cool, Jeff. If you remember back then, uh, you had a Camaro, and then I went out and got a Camaro. So we, had, we, we, we both had Camaros. Remember that? <laughs> Yeah, we were kind of like the horsemen back in the 80s trying to outdo each other with vehicles, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like, okay, Jeff's like, I got a Camaro. I'm like, oh, man. And at the time, I had like this little Mazda Miata, not Mazda Miata, um, a Nissan, no, what kind of car was that? A Mitsubishi Eclipse uh, is what I had. And then uh, Jeff had the Camaro, and I'm like, okay, I got to get a Camaro. And um, I went and got a Camaro, and then I'll, and at the time, our tag team was called Simply Perfection. And I had a license plate that said perfection on the front of the Camaro. So, uh, and if I remember Jeff was, was, was your, your, your Camaro, like, um, 
what color was what color was yours? Because I know mine was a mine was a um, I think mine was white. Yeah, I think mine was black. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, and uh, but man, it, it was so cool because I I called you on the phone. I'm like, hey Jeff, I got a Camaro now, and you was like, what? I said, yeah. You said, okay, we're definitely tag team partners. I said, yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that that, that, was, that was really cool. And uh, but but so many cool matches took place there in, in that in that studio building. Um, and then of course, uh, so after after this this show, um, I think what we 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 ran a show there every week, correct? Yes, and sometimes we'd run a show on Sunday. We'd run Saturday and Sunday. Right. Yes. Uh, I think we did like I think we did every Saturday night, and then we did every other Sunday. And right. We did a matinee show on Sunday. Yeah. And 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 the, and the uh, Sundays were like our uh, were, were, were they like our little house shows or, or were those like television tapings? I'm trying to remember. I think you know we we weren't on TV, but we taped and did commentary on Saturday night. Okay. And then Sunday was just like a house show, like you said, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, March the 15th, we lost the tag team belts in a street fight to Highly Explosive, which was Maniac Mark and his new partner, Dynamite Dusty. That's right. I remember. Yeah. Uh, I, rem- I really remember this night. Uh, was that the night that... Dustin came out wearing like some kind of funky clothes and you decided to beat the crap out of him because you didn't want him wearing those or wh- no, when was that? No, no uh, that was later on. I think. Oh, okay. I, I remember yeah. that. Cause, cause I, I remember you going, Tony, the the boy I've been trying to teach him right. And he's not wearing, he, he's, he's not wearing tights. He's wearing some goofy outfit. <laughs> I remember that. So you were so hot. <laughs> I was like, yeah, why is the kid not wearing a single, wearing some kind of camouflage pants or something? I think it, at the time he was trying to be like DX, and I didn't even know who DX was because I didn't watch wrestling. So, um, but yeah, I, I remember us losing the belts to them. Uh, it seemed like we, it, it was so, so crazy during that time, Jeff. It seemed like uh, we, Mark was always a thorn in our side. He was always uh, getting, uh, new partners to come and um, and take us on, and uh, sometimes they'd beat us, and sometimes they wouldn't. So, but but I do remember ha- having some good matches with with him and Dustin. Yeah, uh, April fourth, uh, we won the tag team belts back from Holly Explosive. Yes. Now, um, was that the cage match? No, that was the uh, no. Okay, that was not the cage match. No. Okay. That was just, we won them back. And then we go to April 25th, which was the birthday bash. And that was the cage match where we won, uh, we lost the tag team belts back to highly explosive. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I remember this cage match was, was so, was so fun. Um, we, uh, we were in there and, uh, you and me and Mark and, and Dustin were having a, a great match. Kept going back and forth, back and forth. Um, and I think at this point, Mark and I were going to get color, uh, and maybe Dustin too. And, uh, I remember, um, I told Mark, I said, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, throw you in the cage first. You get a little color and then I'll get mine. And you were like, okay. Or Mark, Mark was like, okay. And this was the first time Mark had ever got color. And, uh, <laughs> if you remember Jeff, uh, yeah. Donnie was always known to have the best color, but I have to say that night, Mark, Mark beat him. <laughs> Remember that Jeff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. We, I end up throwing Mark in a cage and Mark goes and he gets his color and I looked over at you and, uh, Mark's like pouring blood. And, uh, I look over at you, Jeff. And I said, Jeff, uh, we got to go home. Uh, and you said, why? I said, look at Mark's face. And you said, good grief. <laughs> you said good grief as, as you were punching Dustin in the head. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. And, uh, man, I remember the blood was like, uh, I, I I was actually terrified because I really thought that he had, that he had, uh, he had, a, he had a vein uh, in, in that. But uh, uh, And even Donnie was like, brother got, got more color than me. He was like, yeah. But uh, but that 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 was also a fun uh a fun match too. Even though uh, we had to end it, you know, kind of early on. But uh, 
you know, looking back now, you know, I we just overreacted, but um, <laughs> but man, what a crazy time! Yeah, uh, the next uh, talking point will be June the twentieth, and uh, terrific Tony wins the U.S. heavyweight title by beating Maniac Mark in the main event. Night, and and that was um that uh, took place um there also in Morganton at the uh, studio. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. Yep. Uh. Ended up winning the title. Um. From Mark. Uh. And uh. I remember we had a pretty good match. Uh. And then after. And then then the the match after that was was win. Um. The next uh time yeah you would lose the belt back to Maniac Mark on August the eighth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, again in the same building. Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay, and then August the 29th, in the same building, you beat Maniac Mark again. Oh, I was a U.S. champion twice? Yes. Oh, okay, I wasn't aware of that. Wow, okay. Yeah. And now here's the funny one. Okay. A week later, I don't know what, what possessed us. Maybe I'm trying to look back and think. Uh because at some point he went from maniac mark to magnificent mark. Yeah, um, he turned. I think at the time, I think at the time, yeah, you were you were baby, and he was heel, right? Uh, he become a baby when he become magnificent mark. So I think what, heel. Yeah, he become a heel when he was like yeah yeah uh, maniac I mark. Uh huh. Yeah, I got it in the books on the 29th when you won the title back for you. My God, it was magnificent March. So somewhere between there, um, he had turned. Yeah, I, I think I'm trying to go off memory, but it seems to me like uh, we were, I think we, yeah, we did a double turn that night. Um, I believe if, yeah. if, if I remember right, it was uh, Mark and Kenny against you and me. Um, yeah. And I believe uh in that match um i do remember uh mark uh he he super kicked uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he super kicked kenny um we got the pin on kenny and then while i was in the while and then in the middle of the celebration uh because i think i inadvertently hit you in that in the thing i inadvertently hit you then mark comes in super kicks kenny uh, you, uh, I, I cover Kenny one, two, three, then you, your, your character got mad at me and turned on me. Um, and so it left Kenny and me in the middle of the ring, getting beat down by the palace of pain and Mark become the newest member of the palace of pain. Right. Yeah. If I remember, that makes sense. yeah, I think yep. that's the thing. That's what happened. Um, and then, uh, I was us champion and I think I lost the belt to you. Correct. Right. The following week, we had a triangle match with Terrific Tony, Magnificent Mark, and Gorgeous Jeff, and I ended up winning the U.S. title in the triangle match. Right. Okay. That's that's what I, that's what I remembered. Okay. And then because I think at that point um, is when Mark uh, ended up with uh, a valet. Um, I don't remember her name, but I think she was like Donnie and Tony's valet for a brief period of time or something. It may have been after that, but. Uh, but I think she ended up being his girlfriend for a short period of time, which is why she was his valet, if I remember yep. correct, right? Okay. Yeah, Asia was her. Asia, ring. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. I want to give you plenty of time to talk about this one. Okay. October 1st, we're at the Burke County Fair. Fall Blast 1998. Terrific Tony is pinned or uh, loses. I get you did get pinned if I'm not mistaken to the legend himself, the boogie woogie man, Jimmy Valiant. Yes. Now this, this match was, uh, like you said, one of those things where, um, I think you and I, uh, had a match. It seems like you and I had a match prior to this. Um, something about where I had like, like if I lost, I had to join, um, back up with the palace of pain or something like that. If I remember, uh, and yeah, the week before on the 26th, uh, 
me and Mark wrestled terrific Tony and, and Tristan Blake. And I think that was a stipulation. Yeah. If you lost and, and then we had something stipulation with us, but anyway, yeah, you had to join back with us. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think the stipulation was if we beat you guys, y'all had to leave BC or you, you guys had to leave the area. And if you guys beat us, I had to join the Palace of Pain and take on Jimmy Valiant at the Burke County Fair. That's that I believe that that's how it went because um because when when we got to the fair, you told Boogie, um, you know that I had you know I had to be I had to wrestle him because of the the thing. But I remember well, what I remember most about this was this was a time that I had just uh, met Jimmy Valiant and um and I I remember being so super nervous about wrestling him uh that when you brought him in uh you, you and i i i drove to morganton that 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 thursday night and um we uh went to his hotel room and uh uh another guy came with you uh or met us up there um outlaw wayne taylor uh <laughs> and i'll never forget being in that hotel room and i was so nervous and I, but i'm talking to boogie uh of course it wasn't the first time i'd met boogie i I had met Boogie uh, working for a different promotion, but that that's how I met him initially, um, and then started like going to his wrestling his wrestling camp. But um, but anyway, before that, um, you know, I, I get Boogie booked, uh, you know, through, through you know, uh, or actually we uh, book Boogie for this fair through me, uh, and where I hadn't wrestled that other promotion and met him there and got his information and um, and then but anyway. We get to the hotel room and I'm, you know, nervous because I want to go over the whole match with Boogie. And I remember we're, we're, we're going to all this stuff and he's telling me, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do that. And then I said, and, and then he goes, okay. And then you get a little heat on me. And I said, okay. I said, um, I said, how, how, I said, how do you want me to bump you? He said, bump, brother, hold on a minute. He said, I haven't given you not one bump and, uh, and uh, I'm not taking a bump. As a matter of fact, we got 20 other guys before us taking bumps. We don't have to take any. <laughs> And I, I'll never forget that long as I lived, and, and that 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 kind of become my my uh, my my gimmick word. I would tell wrestlers, I was like, "Hey, brother, listen, we got twenty other guys in front of, before us bumping. We ain't got to take any." But uh, it was just a funny joke. But I remember uh, at that point, you know, Boogie kind of laughed, and, and of course, I knew he was joking, but it was still funny. But then he and I are trying to uh, to uh, talk about our match and stuff, and and you're like trying to lay lay it out to him as far as the reason why he and I are wrestling each other. And and Wayne is Wayne keeps like in, you know interjecting himself and talking and I remember Boogie looking at him and go <laughs> he says uh talking about his teeth I guess Boogie's like, Hey brother, do you smoke? <laughs> he goes, Yeah, he goes, I can tell. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just laughing so hard because Boogie was like one of those people where he'd be ribbing you and you wouldn't even know it because <laughs> he'd do it so nonchalantly. Uh, yeah, but 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 we left there and um, a couple of days later uh, the fair was in town and uh, I remember Jeff coming out for this match and uh, you know and uh, it, of course there at the fair. Uh, you know, we had separate dressing rooms, you know, there the babies are on one side, heels on the other. So I didn't even get to speak to Boogie, uh, prior to the match. So, um, I basically had to go off the memory of two days earlier, um, you know, of, of what, what we talked about, but I remember getting in the ring and, and we were working and he said to me, he said, kid, you can work. This is great. And, uh, and I said, uh, I said, thanks Boogie. And then, uh, I remember, um, uh, he, uh, you know, the, the finish was, um, I went in my tights and got, you know, or no, uh, Mark came up, um, from the ring and threw me a pair uh, of brass knuckles. And then, um, and then, you know, Boogie had put me in a sleeper. Mark comes in, gives me the brass knuckles. I lay back down on the mat and Boogie picks me up and boom, I punched him, knocked him out. I get the three count. Everyone thought, oh my God, he just pinned Boogie. Uh, and then of course Donnie comes out and tells, uh, you know, tells the ref that, you know, I've got a gimmick and then of course Boogie finds the gimmick and then, um, and then, you know, takes it from me, shoots me in the ropes, gives me the, the, the famous Boogie elbow and covers me one, two, three. And, 
uh it was just a fun match and i remember the crowd went crazy and uh at that that night is kind of the start of mine and boogie's friendship because after that you know we we talked all the time and he would book me on his shows and i booked him on mine and then i'd go to his camp and train and uh and so that and so that was in what 97 98 uh, oh, so yep yeah, so he and i you know been real close friends ever since that but uh but man that that was that was like one of those matches i remember telling you jeff thank you i can retire now because <laughs> it was just uh <laughs> it was just a, a a great night and uh huge crowd probably the, at that point was the biggest crowd i ever wrestled in front of and uh uh just um just a, a, a great memory so thank you for that oh, well yeah that was a great night um well, fast forward a little bit to December the 5th, and we're back in the uh, studios there in downtown Morganton, and um, we had a tag team, that Gentleman James and Outlaw Wayne Taylor, uh, who were the U.S. tag team champions at the time. They had a fallen out and split up, so a uh, week before that, they had a match where the winner would get both tag team belts and would be able to choose a partner to be tag team champion with them however it went to a double count out uh no contest whatever so on december 5th instead of having another tag team tournament the uh, united states wrestling council decided we're going to do something different we're going to have a singles tournament and the winner of the singles tournament is going to get both tag team belts and be able to choose his partner to be the U.S. Tag Team Champions. So during the tournament in round number one, uh, you defeated Super G. Uh, in round number two, which was the quarterfinals, you defeated Captain Kirk. Uh, going into the semifinals, you defeated Gentleman James. And in the final, you defeated Dangerous Donnie and had was presented with both U.S. Tag Team titles. Man, that now tell me somebody was over on uh, somebody somebody has some pull with the U.S. <laughs> wrestling count. <laughs> somebody was booking that, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, man, you know, uh, I look back at that and uh, man, in one night I get to wrestle so many so many guys that are that were so talented, um, and uh, and they all made me look like a million dollars. So. Um, you know, a, a a big a big change from ninety eight to ninety three, Jeff. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, to beat you know uh, the young upstart Super G, uh, who I, you know I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, I had a lot of guys I wrestled and a lot of guys I enjoyed wrestling, but he was one of my favorite opponents just because he's crazy; he'd do anything. Yeah, um, and then you beat Gentleman James and Dangerous Donnie in the same night. That's pretty big. Yeah, that is really big. That's a actually. big steep. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever done that before. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, the tournament probably the same. Yeah. Uh, so you choose your cousin Magnificent Mark to be tag team champions with you. And you guys have one successful title defense. And then on December 26th at the BCW Studios, you guys lose the U.S. tag team titles to Christian Blade and Super G. Yes. And uh, were were they the final uh, tag team champions? Because uh, was 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 that the year that that was 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 that the month uh, of our last show there? Yes. Yeah, that was the last show we did there. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And uh uh but man, what a what a what a fun way um I mean, you know, they they were a good tag team. But Jeff, one of the matches that um that that I I uh, that I uh oh. But yeah, Jeff, one of the matches that um that I, I remember us doing there that we that uh that you, you didn't bring up was the uh street fight between you and I against uh Maniac Mark and the Crow. 
And that match was was so hilarious because it was a street fight. Any you know anything goes, no rules, and the crowd was chanting that we were cheating. And the referee at the time was trying to uh, be a mark and uh, trying to help the baby faces win. And uh, th- things got a little crazy, Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to look at when that happened. Fans, uh, uh, while, while Jeff's looking that up, I have to tell you, that is the first time that I ever heard. Jeff Jeff used to always get on to us because uh, me and Donnie would would, would, uh, would, would, would Donnie and I would, would be the worst uh, ones for this. Uh, we would accidentally cuss or, you know, say, say a swear word during the match, and Jeff would always say, no cussing. And this was the first time that – uh, I heard Jeff uh, actually curse on the microphone with the inf- infamous words. He would say, hey, it's a stinking street fight. Anything goes. If you don't like it, kiss my ass. <laughs> and I remember walking through the dressing room, and Donnie said, well, boys, Tony, I guess we can cuss now. <laughs> Here it is. I found it. It was February 14th. The bloodiest Valentine. Yep. Yes, we 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 beat Mark Maniac Mark and the Crow. Yes, for the for the tag titles, or, or we were actually we were the tag champions. And I remember yeah. we went for the finish. I did some uh, some um, I don't remember what what move I but I did some move to the Crow, and I told the ref I said this is a three count right here, and he counted one two and he says no you gotta cause that's right I hit Kenny with the uh, with the with my brass knuckles my fake brass knuckles <laughs> hit Kenny with him he goes one two he goes no you got brass knuckles and I said son of a bitch and I end up punching Kenny as hard as I could in the sternum <laughs> and it wasn't even Kenny's fault <laughs> and Kenny was like oh my sternum and then uh and then you came in did something to mark and and pinned and then that's when you came over to the microphone and said it's a stinking street fight anything goes if y'all don't like it kiss my ass and then we got back to the dressing room and i wanted to beat the referee up so bad because he botched on he he botched so many things for us during during that match it was like it was crazy but then i, ha- I had to apologize to kenny because i was like brother i did not mean to punch you but back then jeff i was so passionate about my matches uh, and yeah. such and such and, a, and such a perfectionist so, is like I hated things to get messed up. The part I remember is you had some kind of rope or something, and you was choking Mark with, it, and this goofball was trying to take it from you. Yes, yes. It's a street fight, man. Yep. What part of street fight don't you understand? Yeah. Referee? Your and, job in a street fight is to stand in a corner and make a three count. That's it. Just yeah. stand and watch. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and I remember Jeff. I remember Jeff. I shot on the referee during that match because I told him I said, uh, I said I'm going to super kick you, and I super kicked him, which was my move that all the guys sold crazy for. I super kicked this dude, and he wouldn't take a bump, and I tackled him. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I tackled him and told him, you better stay down. <laughs> and he did, but oh, my gosh. And then I remember another time, Jeff, uh, when you made him the commissioner and he tried to take the belts back and give them to Donnie and <laughs> Donnie and James. <laughs> or Donnie and <Yeah>. Tony. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Tony, I'm going to have to fire that son of a bitch. I said, yeah, I know. You need to get rid of him because he think, he don't realize this will work. <laughs> He's He's trying to he's trying to come well, in. He and, thought, yeah, he thought as a commissioner he gets to run everything. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that, that that was one of the funniest funniest things ever. But 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 during that year, Jeff ninety, it was such a fun year. Um, so many great matches took place there. Um, in that building, uh, and uh, <laughs> so many fun things. And uh, and I guess during this time is when uh is when I, I started uh, doing commentary with you, and uh, I'd never done that before. And uh, But, uh, you know, ended up I was pretty good at it, and uh, and it was comical. And I'll never forget the one night I came out there, we were doing uh, uh, commentary for for the show, and uh, I came out there and sat down at the table with you and your brother Tony, and I had the, uh, at the time uh, this year, in 98, Jeff Foxworthy was getting really hot with his uh, You Might Be a Redneck stuff. And uh, somebody had got me that book for Christmas. 
or my birthday or something. I got it for some reason, whatever. But I had this book and I went through the book and I had I had paper or paper clipped some of the funny things I wanted to say in during uh, our commentary and I remember saying stuff and and uh and, and how we were setting it was like me, your brother and you and so you're watching the matches and and um and your brother was between us. So um a lot of times, you know, you uh, didn't didn't see me with the book, and I, I would say one of those one liners like, "Yeah, I was on the way up here to Morgan and saw this old mailbox mail, old car parts." I said, that, "I said, you know, you're you're in redneck country when you see that," and, and I said, "I would drove, and and I would I would say things from this book, and and I remember a couple times you and your brother were cracking up so much that you guys couldn't talk, and but but the great thing, the the, the my my favorite part of those commentaries was when that guy. Um, uh, Taurus had came out and uh, he had this chick with him that was so so she was wearing like an I dream a genie costume and he's wearing like a what was it the um, um it, it was a video game I think Street Fighter or something but anyway he was he was like or Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat so he was wearing like a Mortal Kombat costume and he called himself Taurus and he was in the ring wrestling this person and uh, so he had this really hot chick with him there that I think it was his cousin. What even his girlfriend it was his cousin. And she was out there making all these hand gestures and like like he took a big bump and she lifted her hand up and then he set up and I remember making you and your brother laugh so hard you, you neither one of you could talk. I said I said, Gorgeous Jeff, did you see that? I said, with one hand she got him up. I said, Who needs Viagra? <laughs> and you were cracking up so bad you said, Tony, I'm not gonna be able to take this video up to I'm gonna have to edit everything out before I take it to the TV because I'm not gonna let us play it. <laughs> I was having so much fun. I was like, and I remember when they walked by, I said, "Hey, girl, come over here." I said, "You need to manage me instead of him." I said, "But you ain't gotta walk me to the ring." I said, "I just want you to see. I want to see you do all that stuff in in my dressing room." And you and your brother was like, "Tony, you gotta stop, man. I I can't breathe." <laughs> he was laughing so hard. <laughs> But it was just stuff that I was just saying at the time, just coming out. It was just coming off my head, um, and that's when I realized that you know, even you said you said, "Man, Tony, if if I known you were this good, I'd have had you commentate a long time ago." <laughs> but uh, right. but I loved it. It was so fun. Yeah. But yeah, ninety eight was a, was a good year, um, and then after that, Jeff, um, you you end up uh, selling the company to me. Uh, there at the end of 98 and um and then we I, I took a few months off uh trying to plan uh on the next show and i think at that time is when i started uh running shows there at that at the bar um a, a bar in high point north carolina called rock and jacks but i think that didn't start up to what 99 yes okay yep. So, so we finished up 98 there. Um, so getting back to, uh, 98 there in, um, in, in that building. Uh, so the, the final match, uh, there was, was, was it, was it us against, um, uh, uh, the, those guys or was the final match you and Donnie? I'm trying to remember. No, we did a, um, we did a, a, like a battle zone, but it, you know, with no cage, uh, it was, uh, the original dream team, which was gentleman James, tenacious Tony and dangerous Donnie against the palace of pain, which was you, uh, terrific Tony, gorgeous Jeff and magnificent Mark. That's right. I remember. Yeah. And that's how we. Oh uh, yeah, we finished up everything. Yeah, of course. You know the the babies won. You know the babies always win matches. Yeah, like but but I, I tell you, Jeff, uh, not 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 just my matches, but there in '98 uh, in that building was probably the best growth uh, of of the. When I say the originals, I'm talking you, me, Donnie, James, Mark. Um, uh, but it was it was like the the biggest growth that we had as far as our talent goes. Like like we really um crafted um you know uh, our, our wrestling um abilities um our thought processes and um and also uh, our friendships uh i feel like all that grew uh that that year in 98 i totally agree and especially myself i mean i can look back and i think you know and, and i was over training then and i in 
you know, I would go to this place like twice a week and train, uh, wrestlers and, um, man, it was, uh, and I was in the best shape and, you know, since I was a kid, uh, I had dropped you know, like 25 pounds. I was right around, you know, 215, 220. Yeah. Uh, and Donnie had lost a ton of weight. He was down to like 220 pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which anybody, you know, big Donnie, you know, 350 pound guy. I mean, he had dropped over a hundred pounds and man, some of the matches he and I had, I, I still will never forget the match he and I had in that building. And, uh, after the match was over, you know, everybody was standing at the dressing room door watching. And when we went to the back, I mean, everybody was there like, man, that was awesome. And high-fiving us and mm-hmm. all this crap. And I, I mean, I'll never forget that. And I had a match that year after the match was over, I got a standing ovation from the crowd. I mean, you know, it's crazy, man. man. So many great matches took place in 1998. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt yeah the fact that we're in a building with you know 10 foot high ceilings and we're doing <laughs> yeah yeah well, you know, wrestling we, shows and yeah stuff. and and the fact that we had the the uh you know you, you were able to, to to get the ring modified to where it would fit in that building um and we'd still be able to have a a great uh, you know put on a great match and great shows and uh, and everybody got along. The, 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 I mean, at that time, there was no egos. There was like, you know, I'm better than you. You're better than me. It was a time where uh, you, me, your brother Tony, Donnie, James, uh, Mark, um, and 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 the uh, the uh, new people that that kind of joined up with us, like Super G and Dustin and Kenny. Um, we all just, you know, flourished in our friendships and, you know, nobody talked trash about anybody else. And, um, and, and, and just so many good memories came and, uh, another, another memory just, just kind of crossed my mind. Uh, and one of those matches, Jeff, you, you guys had, or, or I guess Donnie or somebody had met these guys. Um, they called themselves the trash can express, but uh but but they were college students and they'd come up there and I remember Jeff they they would bring like like two whole rows of college kids and most of them would be like a bunch of girls and I remember there was this one girl in particular that uh that that always came there with a full sweater if you know what I mean and and I remember we were in the tag match it was you and me against Mark and Kenny um and I remember uh, seeing this chick, and of course she was over there on Mark's side of the ring. And I get in the ring, and as soon as we get in, and she was wearing a mini skirt. <laughs> and guys, before I tell the story, you gotta remember I was only twenty two years old, twenty three years old. So, so cut me a little slack here. But uh, <laughs> I get you're in the ring. You and Mark start out. Mark, uh, Mark comes over, and are uh, you come over and tag me in? And we were getting ready to do the arm spot. And as soon as I, as soon as I come in the ring, I told Mark, I said, throw me out. He goes, what? I said, throw me out on the floor over there. And I remember I looked over at you. I said, uh, you, you said arm spot. I said, not yet. <laughs> and since I get in the ring, I tell Mark, throw me out. And Mark throws me out at her feet. <laughs> and I'm like, and uh, But nobody knew, nobody reckoned, nobody noticed her except for me. And so I tell Mark, throw me out over there. And, uh, or I said, throw me out. He goes to throw me out. I said, no, no, over there where the people are at. And so, because two sides of the ring, there there was no chairs. It was just on one side. So I said, no, throw me out on the floor over next to those people. And he throws me out right at her feet. I land right at her feet. And I look up. The only thing I can see is her upper skirt. Uh, and and she tur- she turns sideways. I'm like, oh, sorry, you know. And so I get back up in the ring. And, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Mark was the first one to see her. That's right. Mark was the first one to see her because when I, when when I got in the ring with him, uh, we said arm spot, and he puts me in a headlock, and he's got me in a headlock, and he says, "Look at those boobs over there!" as he's punching me, <laughs> and I couldn't hear what he was saying, and I said, "What?" and he said, "Look at those boobs over there," and I look over, I said, "Throw me out," <laughs> and he throws me out, and I heard you go, "What are you doing?" <laughs> And then I come back in the ring, and then uh, I, I come over and I go to tag you. I said, "Jeff, look at the boobs over there." And you said, "Are you serious?" 
because <laughs> you were like trying to focus on having a good match and we were too busy we were, we were being little adolescent teenagers trying to look at some hot chick on the front row but oh my god that was so funny and and she would come with them like every week for i don't know several months or whatever but uh but just just things like that you know uh that that would just be you know i'm sure a lot of listeners at home are like are you serious you telling that story but at the time it was just like we had no worries. Our, our only concerns was wrestling and just, you know, having a good life and, and, and living out our dreams. And that's, that's pretty much, you know, what we were doing there in that building. Yeah. Of course, as motorists, can we make the rent this month? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I think we ended up sub, subleasing out part of the, you know, the, the back of the building, correct? Yeah, it was subleased out the garage. Yeah, uh, the garage. And then area. We, we moved. We we had an area where we put up a uh, curtain, and we did uh, we did our uh, dressing room there. Yeah. So yeah. But it, it worked out. I mean, you know, like I said, we uh, it was a great. It was a nice building. It was in a perfect area. I, I can remember going up there for training and stuff, and then we could drive down to the bottom. Of, I always said the bottom of the hill because it was like up on the hill. But we could go down to the bottom of the hill to the to the uh, little Caesars pizza and we'd get pizza and uh, man, it was just, it was just a great time. Mm-hmm. It really was. And, and then we, you know, like you said, we, we did the fair there that year. And, uh, uh, and like, again, everybody was just like, you know, getting along so well. And it was, it was just, it was just a good time, you know, and, and great memories. And then, uh, of course, the uh, the end of uh, an era came in ninety, and the end of ninety eight, and uh, uh, you end up selling the ring. And thank goodness, I was able to to buy it and uh, uh, de- decide to uh, take my um, my my take on promotions. And uh, uh, next week, we'll uh, we'll we'll touch base on that as well, um, and start talking about some of those uh, shows there at the Rock at Rock and Jacks. And then, of course. Uh, I ended up getting my own building as well at some point, and and I had a training center, and uh, but but you know, but of course we'll we'll definitely talk more on that. But tonight ends uh, this series on uh, the early stages of my career from '93 uh, to '98, and uh, man, Jeff, I, I you know all these years later, I still can never thank you enough for uh, giving uh, at the time a hundred and twenty five pound uh, mullet wearing. Molly Crew loving uh, redneck, uh, a shot at uh, being in in wrestling and living out his dream, and uh, uh, you know uh, Jimmy Valiant done a, you know he he trained me on a lot of things and taught me a lot of stuff, but uh, but man, without you, I never would have even got my foot in the door. So thank you very much for that, and thank you for the our great friendship that we've had over the years. And um, Jeff Jeff has uh, has uh, has. Um, you know, a, a lot of wrestlers uh, that that you meet uh, in the wrestling business. Uh, you know, you uh, you meet them, you talk to them. You know, and that's pretty much how far as it goes. But uh, you and I, um, when we met, we uh, we bonded pretty pretty quickly. And there'll be times where, uh, I mean, I know for for a fact, almost uh, there for for several years, uh, you and I talked on the phone about every day. Yeah, we did. We'd sit and uh, I'd come in from work and uh, I'd call you, Jeff. Tell me what my crazy wife said. I mean, <laughs> I, I got a vent. I got a vent. You know, when's the next show, Jeff? Or whatever. But uh, but man, we would uh, we uh, we always did that, and so we we've always remained friends. And uh, and uh, and uh, I can always I can uh, you know we've uh, we've we've been there with each other through through the uh, good times, the bad times, and all the times in between. And and uh you know and we're still the best of friends so uh you know wrestling business is good for a lot of things most definitely most definitely well jeff you have anything else uh before we close out this week's show no i think we covered uh everything there for uh 97 and 98 yep it was definitely some good years and uh and uh I know uh, uh, before we end the show, uh, you, you and I sat down a couple weeks ago and, and had dinner together and, and called up. Uh, at, now, uh, you're are about to uh, leave the great state of North Carolina, am I right? Yes, I have uh, 30 days from today. I'll be moving to Florida. Wow. 
the Sunshine State. Yeah, what, yep. what what Jeff ain't telling you is uh, he's he's uh, going to Florida to uh, join the uh, WWE Training Center and teach them how to wrestle down there. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you you're gonna love Florida, Jeff. That that weather down there is so nice and uh, so um, you know uh, it's, it's just gonna be a good time for you, I think. Yeah, I hope so. Just make it through the hot summer. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 gonna be the okay. tough part. I, you know, yeah. speaking of Florida, I have to tell you, you know, I, I never realized uh, because, I, you know, I never went to Florida until I met my wife. I didn't go to a lot of places until I met my wife. I, I I usually stayed within North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia. That was that was, that was the states I always went to um, until I met my wife, and then she's taking me all over the United States. But uh, uh, I remember the first time I ever went to Florida. She took me down to Disney World, but it was in December. And and uh, if if you've never been to Florida in December, uh, you need to go because it is beautiful there. Uh, in December, I remember going there, and it'd be like you know seventy five, eighty degrees, you know, in December, and uh, it was just beautiful. But it wasn't it, it and. It, it was like one of those times where you could go and it'd be seventies and you know seventies to eighties, but you didn't sweat. It wasn't like miserable, like I can't take this. And I went two more times with her, and again we went. We 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 always go in December. We 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 would always go uh, around December fifteenth, um, and we go to Disney. And uh, uh, but then a, a few years ago, we went down to to Florida in September. And I will tell you, Jeff, I thought I had went to hell because <laughs> it was so <laughs> hot. Uh, I had uh, went and bought one of those uh, cooling towels, you know, the little cooling towel gimmicks that you run underwater and then you wring it out and it stays cold. And you wrap it around your neck. And Jeff, it was – and I remember when I bought that towel, um, it was blue. And uh, I'd run water over it, wring it out. It'd be cold, throw it around my neck, and I'd just go around all day. Um and we were there for for five days. And Jeff, by the time we left there, that blue towel had faded to white because <laughs> between my sweat <laughs> and the heat, it just bleached it. You know, it, it was it was so miserable. And I remember telling my wife, I said, "If you ever tell me again we're coming to Florida in in September, I'm gonna probably not go because this heat is just too much for me. <laughs> I could not, I could not." Oh, it was it was miserable. I spent most of my time that 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 week at Disney, uh, looking for shade and looking for air conditioning. <laughs> I didn't want to be out in that heat. It was bad. Um, but I'm sure if we were down at the beach with the ocean breeze coming, it it would it wouldn't be that bad. But uh, but man, it, it it definitely. And of course, I'm 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 from North Carolina, and uh, we 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 have all the seasons here. And in Florida, you just have two. <laughs> you just have summer and and uh, spring, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but no, it, it 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 does cool off in December. It it, it does get a little cooler. But uh, but man, Jeff, you're definitely gonna love it down there. And um, I, I can't wait to come down and visit you and, and go hang out. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. It's gonna be a good time. Well, Jeff, thank you for joining me. Uh, fans, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, make sure you tune in next week. Uh, we'll uh, be touching more on some uh, some different topics, and of course, uh, make sure that you go to the NAWA um, website or Facebook page. Uh, that you got a huge show coming up. And before we close out this week's podcast, we have a little commercial we want to play for our sponsors, the NAWA. The NAWA presents the benefit for the Caldwell County Crime Stoppers Saturday, April 30th at Gamewell Middle School in Lenore, North Carolina. On this tremendous card, you will see in action the Rock and Roll Express versus Myrick Moore and Mike Mon. The Barbarian and Golden Gladiator number two take on B&B and Johnny Ryder. Mr. Number one George South takes on A.J. Frost. Plus, see in action the Burke County Boys, the Saturday Night Superstar Tony Benz, Max Carnage, Ted, Axel Jaggers, and many more. That's Saturday, April 30th at Gamewell Middle School, Lenore, North Carolina, 3210 Gamewell School Road, 
Lenore, North Carolina. Also see a meet and greet, have your picture taken with the perfect 10 baby doll or demolition axe. That's Saturday, April 30th, Gamewell Middle School. Tickets, VIP, $12. General admission, only 10. Kids, $5. And all children, five and under, are free with pay an adult. That's Saturday, April 30th, at Gamewell Middle School, NAWA presents the benefit for the Caldwell County Crime Stoppers. Saturday, April 30th, Gamewell Middle School, Lenore, North Carolina. Be there. Man, Jeff, that is going to be a tremendous, tremendous card uh, taking place there in Lenore. Uh, and I believe that's the same day you're moving, correct? Yes, it is. I'll be heading to Florida that day. Man, I, I, I hate that. I'd love for you to be, come be, come at least come and be my manager one more time before you take off. But, but I definitely get it. Yeah, you, you, you gotta, gotta get down and make that long, that long ride, that long journey, uh, to start your new life. And I, I'm happy for you. And I can't wait to see, uh, how, yeah, how everything turns out for you. Appreciate it. All right. Well, fans, thank you again for joining us for this week's show. Make sure you go like us on our Facebook page. And for Jeff, I'm Tony. We will see you next week here on the Binge Buster Show. Thank you for listening to the Binge Buster Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and download us on your favorite podcast platform.